0: Welcome to Mediation Station. Each week we explore topics and ideas related to the experience of people with conflict and look to promote the profession of conflict resolvers. Joining us tonight as co-host is Laura Tarsia. Is that your name, Laura? Laura. Laura.
1: You're getting much better.
0: Laura's here as a co-host, the first radio show of each month, which this is being the first radio show of December. So how how are you feeling about being here?
1: I'm excited about the topic, tonight's topic. It's uh it's it sounds very interesting. I uh I, I would like to see uh how we can delve in and mm-hmm. uh and, and allow for our guests to uh
0: explain Ex- and explore yes. and probe <laughs> and clarify.
1: It's it is a quite unique topic, I have to admit.
0: Yeah. And so you're talking about the person beside you there.
1: I'm definitely talking about the person be- beside me. Hi, yeah. Gabby, how are you?
2: I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> it's great to be here again.
0: Yes, Gabby is a uh, periodic visitor of ours here.
2: Yes, it's always it's okay. always great to come here and, and to talk about interesting topics and share with you and your audience. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you for the opportunity.
0: Yes, and so we've chosen to talk tonight about meditating for consciousness and connection. Before you get into that, how about you just start off a little bit uh, information about your professional background
2: sure um, I have a life coaching certificate from the Center for Applied Neuroscience and my practice is based on self-awareness coaching approach that focuses on exploration of the brain mind uh, behavior thoughts and emotions Um, I really like to work with people to empower them uh, for self-exploration and to see them go through their own journeys and grow through life that's wonderful
0: Mm-hmm. She's had a number of experiences as herself. I mean, she talks from lived experience, and that's why I think your goal is to help others who are or have gone through a similar circumstance.
2: I'd say I walk the talk, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you don't seem to walk funny.
2: I don't. <laughs> Am I missing something? I, I walk the talk. I, um yeah, I definitely have been my... my uh, my first client is myself. I, I'm the one who's done my own uh, journey and self-exploring and I continue to do so all the time. And I think that you um, mm. um, also learn from, from your clients and from other people. And that's why I like sharing. It's I think an it's ongoing very important. learning, right? Mm-hmm.
1: It's an ongoing learning of, of self and, and uh, also of others, right? That's how we grow. For right? sure. It's mm-hmm. definitely a recipe for growth. Um, so, so tonight we're focusing our conversation on, uh, on a technique for people to exercise and incorporate into their lives, especially when there's too much conflict. Um, the technique or process is called meditation. Can you help us
2: learn a little bit more about what meditation means? Sure. Um first a disclaimer. I'm not by any means a, an expert on meditation, but I'd like to uh give my um my experience and how it's helped me and uh how I use it in my daily daily life. Um so meditation is is calming the mind. Um it's giving my mind a break. So I you know, my body I'm I'm at uh, working and busy all day and I and we all rest at night, and I think that's a way of giving our our bodies some rest so that it can recuperate and be uh, energized the next day. So I find that meditating is the same to me. So um, it's busy. My you know thoughts racing all the time. We're thinking of. Uh, things that happened yesterday, what are we going to do tomorrow? the future the to do list there's we live very busy lives, and to me, meditating is that break that stop where I can uh rejuvenate and just calm the mind and and just uh energize again mm-hmm. so it 's very it 's very important to me
0: so you put a pause on
2: we put a pause on, yes
0: like there's a lot of chatter going on.
2: Exactly, yes, yes. And I think we, we all need a, a little break. And and it's hard because we all get uh, absorbed and over-involved in what we're doing every day and, and we tend to forget and, you know, we don't have 15 minutes, so we keep going and going. But I think it's very important to take that time for ourselves, for self-care, and to give our minds a break. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because we know that when we have a lot of chatter going on and a lot of things going on simultaneously that uh, we're not necessarily focused on anything particular and then when we engage with people in different ways in our various relationships sometimes we cross over one relationship issue into another and we give people some of the issues that we have with somebody else
2: exactly uh, well you know it's very easy to to uh, stay engaged in the ruminating so it's, you know, the constant thoughts and, and bombarded all these thoughts and we, we entertain them and uh, it just b- begins to spiral. So I think when you take that pause and that bra- break to calm the mind, that's where you can really focus, gain clarity um, and give yourself the opportunity to not just think from your brain, but also with the body, with your intuition and with your heart. Mm-hmm. So we need to make that, um, that yeah. connection. And not just leave it in our brains and and constantly entertaining all these thoughts, but also quieting the brain so that we can think and feel and and behave and act through emotions as well. I think that connection is very important.
0: So a more natural state.
2: Exactly. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, when we talk about, uh, someone says, uh, what do you do? Well, I'm a mediator. People hear back, meditation? (laughs) So what's I, f- I did
1: think about this tonight <laughs> yeah. on my way here I was just having a, f- a conversation with a colleague of mine and I did think about that. If, is this going to be a little bit of a yeah, dilemma?
0: Yeah, so <laughs> I'll put to you when, you, when people ask you about meditation and they hear the word meditation, what's the first thing that comes to mind or tends to come? Well,
2: I want to take a little bit back. I think I've always been, uh, when it comes to meditation, it's something new that I've been exploring for a while and at the beginning it was extremely intimidating because um the thought the connection was meditating and that you had to be in complete silence and of course i like i like chatting that's why i'm here <laughs> so <laughs> being in silence is is quite a challenge the other challenge is quieting the mind um i i am one of those people with the monkey brain um so like, Can you
0: just clarify what the monkey brain is? The monkey
2: brain is that constantly thinking um uh you know entertaining all, every and each thought that's coming in the constant ruminating and so for someone that uh has a monkey brain and loves to talk the 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 idea of meditation didn't seem very um pleasant to me it seemed more kind of uh um uh, overwhelming
0: or counterintuitive for you? Counterintuitive,
2: like, yeah. Why would people do this?
0: <laughs> Especially someone like me, who yeah, likes this is
2: uh, yeah, uh, So it, but I can tell you that um, immediately starting to do it, the practice, and I actually started through mindfulness um, because I didn't the th- the idea of clearing the mind seemed again, like I said, I'm going to repeat, you know, quite overwhelming. So. I don't associate, you know, with the meditation specifically. In my case, with clearing the mind, because in it, I find that that's uh, at this point uh, a bit impossible to achieve, which I'm working on. So I think it's a work in progress. I think that everybody has to find their um, their technique or or. Uh, Habit that is most appropriate for them because there are are many techniques when it comes to meditation. So I think it's about exploring, uh, trying different things and finding the one that's best for you. I think it's like exercise. You know, not everybody likes lifting weights. Some people like to go to Zumba. Some people like to do other things. So with meditation, I think it's about um, being open. uh, Just, you know... Thinking of it as a relaxation technique, and looking for what best suits your needs and what you are most comfortable with
1: so gabby um, it's it 's very interesting I, I like the whole premise I, ho- I like the whole idea of meditation and what meditation can achieve for us and the connection that ultimately. As you were saying earlier, it's important for our minds to slow down, for our minds, our bodies to take that break from our busy lives. And God knows right now, I mean, we live a very fast-paced life. Um, tell us, how? what do you think some of the, um, how, how can we use this meditation in, um, in when we experience conflict?
2: Well, I think that's the time when it's most important. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You know, the the Dalai Lama has a saying, or you know, if you don't have 15 minutes to meditate, then meditate for half an hour. You know, you need double. I don't know exactly the time that he uses, but that's Mm -hmm. kind of the the purpose, right? So Mm -hmm. that means that you actually need it. So you need to take time. You need to take time. You need to take that pause and that break, especially in conflict, because when you are in a situation of conflict or turmoil, um, it's very easy to get caught up in that situation. And what we tend to do is we can either be projecting into the future based on the past. So we could be projecting, you know, worst case scenarios. We could be remembering a situation in the past. So there really, at some point, you need to stop, pause, and gain some clarity. And and I think that meditation can really help with that. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, sorry, go ahead, Greg.
0: I'm uh, just saying that before you mentioned about uh it's not about uh making your mind silent. Mm-hmm. It's more maybe about organizing your lo- your mind in terms of uh
2: Well, f- I would say being present, right? And and so for example, when I meditate because I have uh, an issue with with clearing the mind completely, um I focus on my breathing, um maybe a mantra, something that you repeat. Um so there are things that you can do so that you can quiet those thoughts in the mind. And what I find that happens is after that, you can think of a question or maybe something that's, that's maybe, that may be troubling you, but you can just let it go for that moment, concentrate on the breathing, and I find that after the 15 minutes, it's like you have a new um, perspective on uh-huh. the situation uh-huh. because you had time to just pause and stop. And so now there's more clarity now there's more um, uh, you can say maybe your intuition you know sometimes we always go externally to for to answer our questions you know we ask people but the the answer is always inside Uh and sometimes it's hard to find that answer when your mind is all over the place and you're thinking about the past predicting the future so when you're present um i think that that allows your your body to make the connection with the mind and be able to uh listen to the answers to your questions
1: so listen to your instincts right yes. to the to the gut that's yeah. what makes us ultimately human that's mm-hmm. what makes us ultimately strong that's what puts us into probably the best state of survival but yet, our society and our daily lives and various conflicts and various you know experiences and journeys are sort of making us shutting that down, not being in touch with that instinct anymore mm-hmm. that gut feeling. So I'm um, I'm wondering because you 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 mentioned projection you you can project into the f- or projection or predicting the future, is more sort of you're you're making up stories right that right. could be dangerous could be stories that will go against that gut feeling because you did not have that rest exactly. to listen yeah. to mm-hmm. take note and to formulate a plan that may not be based on the on the past for sure
2: and it's and for the brain you have to remember that the brain doesn't know the difference so if you are predicting something in the future um, and you're creating this fear and that the the mind will start to produce the chemicals and the reactions as if it were occurring Uh so what you're doing is you know your nervous system your anxiety the stress levels go up and it's very important to take the time so that we can work on that. Uh-huh. And like anything, I think it's like, you know, you exercise. You can't exercise once a month and expect, you know, uh, for there to be changes what? and, and positive. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You, you have to go. <laughs> All right. That goes by once a month thing. There. Yeah, I know. I figured that one out, too. Um so, I think it 's like everything you have to create a habit um, it has to be part of your your daily routine. you know you take time you, you know you brush your hair, you do your grooming, you make your coffee. Meditation is something that i don 't think it's it's a it's a luxury I think it's we need to take time for ourselves to do that mm-hmm. so that we can be more you know you want to go to work more focused when you come home you want to be more present with your family, you want to be more um have clarity when you're going through a situation. So, so I really do emphasize and think that we all um, should should carve out some time in our daily lives to to meditate.
1: And wha- what's what's uh, what's the connection? I mean, the, between meditation and behavior.
2: There's been, uh, like I said, I'm not an expert. I find that in myself personally, I've seen changes. I I do feel more uh more calm more at peace it's uh you function um at a different level um, but there has been you know uh research done um where they they 've connected uh and done some scans of brains of people who mm-hmm. who meditate and uh and th- there is obviously a connection there when it comes to how the body is reacting to that state of mind when you are in a meditation mm-hmm. so there are clearly many health benefits um, and like i said it's it's proven uh, you can you can look many many studies that have been done that do prove that there are many health benefits to it mm-hmm.
0: I think too that uh, too many of us rely on others for our own sense of self rather than being self aware and self uh, determining with regard to what we're going through. You know, other people have no sense, really, of what we're living and feeling. And when we rely on others to inform us about ourselves, I think we're doing ourselves a disservice. Yet that's generally a lot of how our society is. We're looking for approval from others. We're looking for validation from others.
2: And that's because we don't trust our own instinct and intuition. So when you quiet the mind and you're present and focused, you can begin to uh, delve into your your intuition your gut feeling and you know explore it and and begin to to work on that so that you can trust it because we we don't need you know answers from others usually we know the answers ourselves
0: though there are many um, professionals who would say don't rely on cut, cut out the emotion in situations deal with things from a more Uh, known factor. Irrational. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, because emotions can be irrational, yet that's to be uh, challenged because I think it's more on an individual basis. What makes sense for you is Mm -hmm. different from what makes sense for another person. So it's not for me to impose my judgment on someone else to say, that doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. If it makes sense for you and you're okay with it, who am I to intrude on that? So I think by going to our intuition we're somewhat making ourselves vulnerable and people in general are not comfortable or feeling safe to be somewhat vulnerable Mm
2: -hmm. it's very it's uh, being vulnerable is very difficult but there is uh, you know a lot of opportunity there to 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 grow and when you're vulnerable that's that's where you you find you can't always act we have a mind and we do have a heart as well so we can't we do have to be rational and we do have to be emotional so i think it's it's not about one or the other i think it's about balance and sometimes uh, we can overdo the overthinking and the over rationalizing and that's when we need to tap into our emotions and our heart and sometimes like you said you can't be all emotion sometimes you do need to rely on some rationale and, and the thinking and I think there there's a balance like with everything and uh, the vulnerable is is not so much being vulnerable but trusting that you do know what's best for you like who who better to know what's best for you than you right
0: Right. It's not to say that, hey, vulnerable scene is a, a bad thing, though generally some may say it's a weak thing. And I would say it's actually in, an asset that you can be in your most natural state to be open to experience and absorb and process You know what's going on within your life and uh, external from your life as part of you and others.
2: Well, I think being vulnerable is actually a strength because not everybody can do it. Um, It takes a lot of courage Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable and to put yourself out there. But I think that um, there's a lot of uh, experiences that uh, you may not get if you don't uh, be vulnerable. There are situations, right? But again, I think it's all about balance. Balance is key in everything that we do. And uh, yeah, I consider vulnerability a strength rather than a weakness.
0: Absolutely, I promote it uh, because Mm -hmm. I feel, you know, I look through a lens of change and I think in order to get from where we're at, where you might not be comfortable, you know, and you want to be ideally somewhere else, you got to go through the unknown.
2: Mm -hmm. And And, and meditating, to me, is that, you know, letting go of control, Uh, becoming vulnerable in that state, you know, uh, instead of, you know, overthinking and planning and, and wanting to control everything, just letting go and just being in that moment so it's it's releasing control
1: so gabby very very interesting conversation so far our listeners are very lucky to to get this unique topic uh in such a busy life uh to get to to uh, know about it to get to have you explain a little bit more about it and hopefully encourage them to uh um explore deeper on their own at their own pace and in their own states right so what kind of people do you think would benefit from uh, from meditating from
2: meditation well i think that's something that everyone um i don't think it's limited to an age group um to to anybody i think everybody should do it adults children there are many um opportunities classes exercises that are offered to all ages uh, including children and i find it wonderful because imagine having the opportunity to learn that at such a young age like wow that's that that's amazing i wish i wish i had learned to meditate when i was young Mm -hmm. and so i think it's very important to and whether they they like i said it's something about exploring to try it whether you like it and then you can decide whether you don't like it or if you um have a different way of doing it and making it your own and personal but it's definitely something we should all try Mm -hmm. and, and experience and and see what uh what we get from it
1: connecting a deeper level with with your own self Why, what's more powerful than that really exactly right I, they are i mean I, I have been um i have been reading and also watching a few documentaries uh there are a few schools that are integrating that at, as part of their recess Or, and there's a school right now when there's a conflict in school, they, instead of taking the, um, you know, sending the kids to the office, they're sending them into a quiet room Mm -hmm. where they will meditate or where they will just sit there in, you know, in silence with their own selves Mm -hmm. and try and understand what they have done, what they could have done differently and sort of having just an internal and inner conversation. Which, self is reflection. which is yes, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. apparently it's it's coming to be a lot more uh, beneficial, a lot more e- effective, and I think a lot more human, right? I mean,
2: yes, so no, and meditation is a term that we can apply to many things. Like for example, uh, for some praying can be a form of meditation. Mm-hmm. So for some people, just being. Um, you know, John Kabat-Zinn, uh, he he does he's great at, uh, at doing mindful teaching, mindful meditation, and he says, you know, at the end of the day, we're not human doings; we are human beings. So we really need to bring ourselves back and be in the moment. and And I think it's again uh-huh. something that. We should all do it, and we should do it in a kind, gentle, non-judgmental way. Um, we don't want to go into meditation and say, I'm not doing this right, I'm not doing... There's a lot of emphasis, um, and I've seen it too when, when, when I've been in other groups and classes of meditation of people saying, oh, well, um, I meditate, but I do it wrong. Um, I like meditation, but I can't do it. So there's a lot of uh, judgment there, and I think we just need to just do whatever feels natural, do whatever feels more comfortable to you. and. Uh, be kind to yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. So kindness uh, com- and compassion is—it's uh, a very important element when meditating. It's not about judging yourself. It's mm-hmm. not about judging the world. It's not about judging the sounds and whatever is happening around you. It really is about learning to strike that balance it's and finding the uh, finding the inner voice that it's going to be your gut feeling.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like for me, it's like having a private moment, you know, with mm-hmm. myself to mm-hmm. to to give myself that break and that
1: uh and to recharge exactly. and to, to rejuvenate to be to be a, a not a better but to be better in in uh you know in your, in your daily life for the people that need you for yourself
2: well, it also helps... And with for the community. Yes, and when you stop, too, it's also, it also helps with creativity, right? Because you could be mm-hmm. stuck with something, uh, whether it be at work or a situation, and then just by quieting the mind and then coming back to it, you know, you keep it in the side, then you return, and now you see it, it with a whole new uh, set of eyes or perspectives or a different clarity. So mm-hmm. it's, it helps with creativity as well.
1: Hmm. That's, that's, uh, that's very interesting so doing all this the, this journey this this meditation and and finding finding the inner voice and uh, uh, sort of finding control almost of of yourself how did you find anything unexpected anything challenging while meditating
2: um, yes I didn't think that. I would continue to do it (laughs) 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 and that I actually look forward to it like I do I want to have those 15 minutes and just uh, of quiet and peace because I do feel re-energized rejuvenated it makes me feel happier it makes me feel more at peace more confident it just gives me a a, a different sense and meaning to 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 the day and what I'm doing and um, I, I had this situation where I had been at a workshop and, um, and the facilitator said that we were going to meditate, and of course, I always get very nervous when I hear that because uh, I'm being judgmental myself, which I need to stop doing. But I'm like, oh, what does this mean? When? What are we going to do? And what technique? And how are we going to do this? And he said that we um, part of his technique is to tell his uh, uh, the attendees, participants, to that we're going to meditate, but he won't tell you for how long, and what you'll just find huh. out when it ends. So that, to me, was excruciating. Because you're not in control. <laughs> well, you're not in control. And I'm like, oh, my God, and how long are we going to do this? And am I going to be able to, mm-hmm. to do it? So I I focused on my breathing. And I just was really into just being present and with myself. And I said, okay, I have to you know stop focusing on when this is going to end because then it's, it's really going to become – it's not going to become very pleasant. And I was really amazed because I – then he said we're done and I just felt this sense of peace and and I wasn't worried anymore about when it was gonna end and and then he did it the next day and it was better but yeah that was that was a whole new challenge and experience for me and very positive. Hmm.
0: So, So is it different doing it in like a group setting relative to doing it Quite. Well, I think you're, you're in yeah, time? I
2: think in in a group setting, you always get that you know you're you're judging. You're afraid that others are going to judge you. Am I doing it right in that? So yeah, well,
0: how I, do I look right? How now?
2: How do I? <laughs> am I making that's, weird? That's why movements. Greg is on the radio and not on
1: TV. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's, the, that's the primary question for him when he wakes up in the morning. How how do I look today?
0: <laughs> in fact, that's what I goes through my mind constantly when I'm on the radio. But do, I, how do I look?
2: But I think it's it's nice to do yeah when you're alone I think you know you have that uh, privacy and you're not it's easier not to judge yourself but I do like doing it in groups because I find that you know there's there's this common element this energy uh. and that we're all trying to achieve that state of peace of mind and calm. So it's there's so much to be said when you when you share this with other people, you know, and you, you do it for fifteen or however how many minutes you may want to. And then when you're back you everybody opens their eyes and there's just this this sense of, oh, that was just so peaceful and we just shared it together. So it's it's I find it very nice to, to share in a group. Once again, uh, as soon as you realize that you should let be kind, let go of judgment, and just be present. And uh, I really do like that uh, experience of opening my eyes and seeing everybody else with the smile, mm-hmm. big, huge smile on their face after meditation. Oh.
1: How wonderful is that? Because, I mean, now, now you're, you're, you're going a step further and taking it, you know, that uh, lev- a higher level when you're thinking... That is not just the connection, your internal connection, but now you have achieved connection with other human beings mm-hmm. around you, mm-hmm. right? In, uh, and how important is that in, in our today's world? Yes. Uh, yes. That, that extra layer of, of connection of getting back to the, to, the to humanity right in front of your eyes.
0: Especially with your own humanity.
1: Yeah. Yes. Because I fair. think
0: in order to appreciate others, one needs to first appreciate oneself. Words
1: to live by, Greg. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Well, the the, the sense that I'm trying to communicate is that uh, I can't really respect others unless I respect myself. Absolutely. And so I need to be aware, self-aware, and then by extension with others. How does one prepare to meditate? What does one need to do? Because it's not just it just doesn't happen. And no, you just don't connect with your intuition or your gut or your sense of self. What what do you need to do in terms of maybe your mind or your physicality?
2: Well, I think it's a bit of both. And, I, and I, like I said, there's tons of different techniques. It's just a matter of finding the one that's best for you. But in my case, I do... Um, the breathing i focus on the breathing and making sure that you're sitting in a comfortable position that doesn't so that it doesn't interrupt your your practice um
0: do, do you want to uh you have two people one on either side of you sure I'm,
1: do you I'm, want I'm to give I'm them a sense up. of <laughs> i'm already in a comfortable I, I position i could see someone
0: was really yes. getting into it I
2: was, yes I was really. there's under. many <laughs> ways some people you know <laughs> sit you know you can cross your legs you can uh, do different positions you can also if you're if you're sitting um and you're not somewhere where you can, uh, you know, have the comfort and, and luxury of just putting yourself in any position. You can make sure that your feet are, are grounded, that you're you're connected to 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 the earth, that you're breathing, and that if you are having any thoughts and and uh, that are they're coming in, not to get upset and not to try to stop them. But also not to entertain them. So if you're having a thought, you know, like a visitor, hello, how are you? Thank you for stopping by and goodbye. So just letting those thoughts come and go, come and go, rather than fighting them and entertaining them. And then maybe if you there's a mantra that you like, you know, some people use the beads and that helps them focus on something. So there's many, many techniques. There's also uh, chanting. So if you're focused on the chanting, that can help too. Um, with uh, so that you can be present, so I would definitely um, recommend that everyone explore the different techniques, look into it a little bit more, do some researching, maybe attend some classes that they may have in their local area, yeah. and just try it out. Just try it out and see see what what feels comfortable, what doesn't. There isn't uh, there's so many different ways of doing it that I'm sure there everybody can find their own. And uh, a specific uh, technique that that they like.
0: Have uh, people presented to you some uh, misunderstandings with regard to what they believe meditation is?
2: Um, I find that when when I've gone to to group meditations, there's that hesitation and that judgment. So people will say, "Oh, well, I can't do it because I can't clear my mind." So I, uh, and that's the same for me. So I don't. I don't specifically um, like saying, you know, I have to clear my mind. To me, it's not about clearing my mind. It's calming uh, my mind and just letting the thoughts um, dissipate and just go through. So I think there's that there's a lot of pressure on that. You know, you have to clear your mind. And if I don't clear my mind, then I'm not doing it right. So I like I. Like to say, you know, to myself and to others, that that's not necessarily the case. That just, you know, being present and and letting the thoughts just come and go, that is also um, helpful.
1: As long as you find that time, right, with yourself, because I, I mean, and you know what, I think I'm, well, when I'm when you're speaking, I'm thinking uh, about present and being in the present and being aware and being. It's, it's, so, it's so much more important than uh, y- necessarily the connection, but it's a connection with your family around or your friends or with anybody that otherwise, really, if you're not present, if you're missing this moment right mm-hmm. now uh, by thinking of something else or by being, you know, um, um, sort of chatting in your head about the future or past or ruminating, uh, you're missing, this moment is never going to come back. Mm -hmm. this is it it's lost right so and and how sad it is that in the end when we transcend or we go into a different world um you know most people say that you know it's not that you regret what you you did it's just you regret what you didn't do right and Mm -hmm. which can mean very much about the moments that you're, you missed or not your being loved ones.
2: Exactly, not, not being, being present. present. Not, yeah. Just by not being present. So yeah. there's many things going on and you can choose which ones you want to, you know, do you, if you're doing something uh, with a friend, you want to be present for that friend. If you're uh-huh. with your family, you want to be present for your family. So I think if you carve out some time to meditate first thing in the morning and maybe at night, maybe that's a reminder to come back right uh-huh. i think that's that's a good reminder even during the day um i like to do it during the day cuz that that just brings me back you know and reminds me of what's important what uh, the importance of being present what am i being grateful for today you know and it just it's just that it's i find it as a healthy reminder and i think that um, what I've done is I've incorporated in part of my schedule. So I schedule it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so then I have a little reminders. Reminder. You, if it's in the calendar, it has to get done, right? <laughs> so it's in the calendar. It has to get done. Um, but yeah, we we schedule other things. Why not schedule your, your Time meditation? For Time for yourself. That's... What more important thing to schedule than time for yourself to be with yourself or with a group or to meditate so that you can just cultivate, be calm, and peace? Like That, to me, is definitely a priority.
1: Gabby, I'm going to go back to a little bit of what you have said earlier about conflict and how meditation can help us during conflict. So can you, can you tell us a little bit more about some techniques or how meditation per se can, can help during well, conflict.
2: Uh, perfect, yeah, and, and I like the fact that we're, we're having more time to talk about that because I think it's really important to make that connection. Yeah. Um, when w- something happens, it triggers our, our amygdala and we automatically respond with the fight or flight. Um, and our body starts to release all these chemicals and we get stressed and we're hypervigilant and so our body's reacting and it's not very good for us now the chances that we are in a life-and-death situation when this is occurring are very slim usually uh, it's an automatic response when we feel a threat but threat nowadays is not like for the caveman you know the threat was you know a lion gonna come and eat you or something so you needed your your fight-or-flight So, nowadays, the fight or flight is activated with other situations, like, you know, if we have a fear of, you know, we're going maybe to an interview or something happened, Mm -hmm. and so it's automatically um, activated, and we're releasing all these, these, um, these chemicals in our body. And I think that if you take the time to create that pause, we can, it can be very helpful. Uh-huh. because we can um alleviate the, the stress response the anxiety pull back from the situation give our si- ourselves time to pause to um be with ourselves to uh through breathing and through just just being present maybe look at a situation through a different perspective or or um and just find a different, more clarity. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very important because we do live uh, in, in in times where I think we're over activating these fight or flight responses when we when we don't necessarily mm-hmm. um, where they don't belong, right?
1: So just just a quick question to clarify: when you say fight or flight, some, some I'm just wondering, just for some listeners, maybe they will not know what is flight fight
2: or flight. So fight or flight, what happens is when you're in any situation of threat, the amygdala uh, triggers the body to, to begin to uh, respond to the situation. Uh-huh. So either the the two options are, you know, going back to the caveman scenario, is do you stay and fight the lion or do you run? So I the see. flight. So the flight
1: is. <laughs> the so do you okay, stay and running. fight or yeah. do
2: you run? Well, I, I'd like to create a new one, which is you know you don't have to do either how about you stop and meditate and be present you know and maybe and that will help uh, to to decrease all these chemicals and and reactions that are going on to the body that create anxiety that create these states of that then become difficult to to um, make decisions like it's very hard to function or be able to make decisions or assess what is the best outcome when you're in a state of fight-or-flight
1: So it gives gives one the opportunity to respond, not react.
2: Exactly. Well, to pull back a little bit Mm -hmm. and to to maybe go back to your intuition and be present.
0: Or to pause rather than just immediately, spontaneously, uh, with full emotion that may not necessarily provide for the healthiest kind of interaction Mm -hmm. with someone because uh, if you react, that could be perceived or understood by someone else as a threat by them, and then they also react, and then it becomes a prob- more problematic situation yes. where you're all reactionary and rather than pausing with I the respond. response thing.
2: Well, and just to clarify, it, I, I was just doing the visual here. I'm a very visual person. <laughs> I couldn't imagine two people in conflict and one saying, give me one second, and sitting down and <laughs> But you can, you know, take, take time away, you know, go and... and And create that that private space for yourself and just be you know and some things don't are not you can take time to take a step away especially in conflict I don't think the best time to to resolve conflict all the time is in that moment and in that space right
0: and people can also take a moment step back in terms if they have a conversation they're finding it's getting uh, challenging it's getting heated and entrenched in some way and maybe abusive People challenge them, need to be challenged more to take pauses. Silence. Silence is a gr- great technique. You can be there, engage with somebody, and then if you don't say anything, what are they going to feed off of? So that can be a tool or technique in the moment to help sort things out mm-hmm. for both you and the other person. So and
1: that's one of the techniques right mm-hmm. that she was mentioning earlier yeah. that people can incorporate depending on on their their particular situation that right. they find themselves in right so yeah. it's i think it's i think it's a very powerful way to not only resolve conflict or or find a better answer to conflict uh but also to uh resolve internal conflict and find a balance within yourself
2: yeah or situations you know we all go through through different scenarios and things that you know life happens and taking that time is, is really important.
0: So we have to close out the show very, very, very shortly. From your perspective, if listeners want more information, what could you propose they do?
2: Well, I definitely would, uh, you know, everybody likes their, their phones nowadays and technology, so I definitely recommend. There's many apps. There's a lot of resources when it comes to meditation. There's one that's actually very interesting that was created by a monk, and the app is called Headspace. So I would encourage listeners to take a look at that and do their own research and maybe try out some classes and see what works best for them.
0: All right. So and it's o- free.
2: It's a free app, the free Headspace, app? that you were saying. Yes.
0: Okay. Thanks very much. We Thank have to you. close up. Thanks for informing us and giving us another tool.
2: Thank you.
1: Greg, we're going to need two hours next time. <laughs> I, I really hope you can propose If that.
0: we talk slower, <laughs> time will seem like it's standing still, and it will seem, wow, it's like two hours already. Anyways, <laughs> thanks very much, Laura. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Mediation Station on CHHA, 1610M, Voices Latinas. Please tune in mm-hmm. next week.